doing, ladies and gentlemen? Ron Wallace here with Balling Down South Sports Network here with another episode of the interview. I can tell you today is going to be a good day today. I have a, a Division One football coach on, two-time FCS National Coach Finalist of the Year, three-time Big South Conference Coach of the Year, led Charleston Southern to two conference title and to two NCAA Division One uh, FCS Championship playoffs. I can tell you he has a winning attitude. He has a winning spirit, I can tell you, folks. He is definitely a good coach out there in North Carolina. I can tell you, I can bring him on here in a few seconds here. Uh, we're going to bring on now today another Division One football coach. Yesterday we had Georgia Southern on. These guys play in the same conference, in the Sun Belt Conference, with South Alabama and a couple other schools out there. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on here. None other than head coach Chad Well. How you doing, coach? Hey, I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on today. I can tell you, Coach, it's, it's been it's been uh, great having a lot of college coaches on, bringing you on today. Uh, hopefully, have another interview with another college coach later today. So, how 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 is the family and everybody? You know, while this pandemic is going on. You know, it's it's been good. It started off, uh, you know, I, I was homeschooling. I got three I got three children. They're ten, seven, and five. Two of them were in school, and uh, I got demoted after my first day to only PE. <laughs> And then, uh, then after that, the principal suspended me because I was flirting with her too much. So uh, we got off to a rough start. But uh, you know what? It's it's uh, it's what you make of it, as you know. You know, we're all we're all dealt with different circumstances, and we tried to make the most of it. And so it's been good for the most part. Well, coach, I know you you started. You're at Coastal Carolina right now, uh, going on your your third uh, season. But I know you were with Charleston Southern before coming over, and of course you were an assistant coach also at uh, Coastal Carolina. Talk a little bit about when you first got into uh, college coaching uh, before you got your first head coaching job, and how was it at Charleston Southern becoming a coach before coming to Coach Carolina? You know, I started. To, I, play, I played college football. My father was a high school coach, and that's what I wanted to do. And uh, my last year playing the spring when I was graduating, our, 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 our coaches asked me just to help out there in college. And I started doing it, and I was like, you know what? Let me just stay and figure this out. You know, you're young. You don't worry about as money, money as much. And I did that for three or four years. And then in 2003, uh, I was at East Tennessee State. They dropped the football program, uh, and it was sort of a crossroads for myself. And I was fortunate to get an assistant at Charleston Southern uh, after that time frame and, uh, and sort of took off from there. And then uh, was there for five years and then able to come back uh, four years later to be the head coach. Uh, and it, it was a wonderful experience. There's a lot of good people there. There's a lot of challenges, too. Uh, you know, as you know, there's a lot of challenges there. Uh, but it, it was good to, to – uh, you can make mistakes sometimes in a, in a lower level and, and you learn and you grow. And uh, it really helped my growth as a coach and, and put me in a position to be where I'm at today. Well, I can tell you this, uh, looking at your resume, uh, you got a lot of coaching experience. I know uh, coach, that's why Coach of Carolina hired you. I know last season you guys didn't do too well uh, coming, in, coming into the season and uh, ending the season. But talk about a little bit about some of the guys that you had on your roster. I know you're two quarterbacks, almost like you had a two-quarterback system. Uh, both of those guys going over 1,000 career passing yards in one season. Yeah, you know we we've got a good nucleus back. You mentioned last year we, we were five and seven. And Ron, here's the here's the thing: we were five and seven, and five of those losses were by a total of twenty four points. And so we were that close uh, of winning six and six and being bowl eligible, but we couldn't get over the hump. So that's been our big thing this off season. But we do have two quarterbacks that have played quite a bit coming back. Fred uh, Payton and Bryce Carpenter both have, have done well. But our, 
I think where we're really going to stick out this year is our defensive line. Uh, we've got three all-conference defensive linemen coming back. Uh, and uh, they're going to hopefully that was our that was a, a last year was a struggle for us defensively in a lot of ways and and we really developed through the through the end of the year and so I'm excited about you know their development and I think we're going to have a chance to really be a good defensive team and with those quarterbacks coming back C.J. Marable who's our running back who's an all-conference performer I, I like how our team is and the direction we're heading. Now I can tell you this, uh, Coach, uh, what what exactly. Um makes your what's your coaching philosophy what makes make you go and 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 how do you get those guys motivated every day uh to come in to put in the work uh and having to play on on saturdays you know for me um i i think there's two things coaches coaches coach out of fear they coach out of love you know and both work but only one really lasts and so what we try to do in our program is everything we do is based off of allowing our players to be their very best every single day and love them like they're our own uh, and our, our philosophy is based off of four values, Ron, and they, that's competition, that's uh, discipline, that's accountability and passion, and that's what we're looking for in our young men. And we we try to mo- um, we try to model that as coaches every day, and we want our players to model that. And the uh, the excitement about that is you get young people from all kinds of different backgrounds, but they all believe in those values, and that's going to help us have a chance to uh, overcome uh, you know any diver- any adversity that we face. Now you had seven seven guys, seven of your players uh, being named on the uh, the All Sun Belt team. Uh, of course, you had uh, for, for two of your guys were on the first team, and and uh, the rest of them were on the second team. Talk about a couple of those guys like C.J. Marlow, Teron Jackson, uh, Trey Carter, and Isaiah, like all those and those guys. Well, we need we we need obviously a lot more if we're going to win this league. Besides seven, I can tell you that we better get a little bit more than that. But Teron Jackson is. Uh, is the ultimate if you looked up like a football player from a standpoint of of work ethic academics character all those things that's him he's our he's our our best player he's our hardest worker he works like he's a walk-on uh he now he leads by example he wouldn't if you were beside him he wouldn't say two words to you but uh he's phenomenal as a defensive lineman defensive end great leader force isaiah likely who's a junior tied in uh, we think he has a chance to uh, be drafted and play on Sundays. He, he's a very talented guy, really came into his own last year as a sophomore, and he'll have a chance in our mind to be an All-American top tight end this year. You mentioned C.J. Marable. He, he was a, a bell cow for us last year. He had almost, almost I think, over 1,100 yards. He had, he had uh, over close to 500 yards receiving, 40 receptions. So we used him in a lot of different ways, and, and uh, he's got to be the guy that really takes that next step this year for us to have a chance to, to really do well. And you mentioned Trey Carter. Trey Carter, offensive lineman, will be a four-year starter. He's done at center, done as at guard, and just loves football. One of those guys, it's, his motor's always on. Great story about him is he graduated last year during fall camp. During fall camp, and they had graduation during the morning. Well, we have practice. Uh, we have a walk through that morning. Well, he comes out. He comes out in his uh, – we're, we're out there practicing, and he comes out in his cap and gown. Uh, and his dress shoes, and starts going through the walkthrough with us. I mean, he's just that's how much he just loves football. And he's just that guy. You know, a lot of guys would say, hey, I want to spend time with my family, this or that, not Trey. You know, and so he's great for us. And um, C.J. Brewer, who's a defensive lineman, uh, has a chance to really be a great player for us as well. Our best leader, very, very, uh, uh, very well respected among our team. Leads by example, but also – also, as a guy that will be vocal with the team, and so I like our leadership run, and I think those guys are good players. And we got some young guys too that that redshirted last year, 
uh, that maybe played a little that are coming back that, that I think will give us a chance to really get over the hump this year. Now, going coming to your, your workouts for this upcoming season, I know the NCAA has put out guidelines for you guys to uh, follow, and you guys come up with how you're going to attack the pandemic and bring your guys. So how have you guys been uh, uh, working out and your plan that you guys have for your players coming back? Well, the NCAA has, you know, uh, has put together, you know, procedures and protocols in place, and you have to follow those to a T to have the chance to get this season going. You know, for us and our team, uh, what have been the challenges is obviously you've not you're not there with them. But our guys, have, our, our strength coaches have done a fantastic job of putting things out, making sure our guys are, are following through on their daily stuff. We've tried to keep it as routine as possible. Uh, we shipped our guys bands and certain things when you know when none of the gyms were open just to try to make sure they had something. Uh, and the main thing we've been sharing with our guys is more than anything has been um, we can make up the lifting, we can't make up the conditioning. You know, so if you go if you have a chance, you got to make sure you're trying to keep yourself in conditioning as much as possible, uh, because our, our big saying here is you can't you can't out train a bad diet. You know, and so. Uh, we've been working hard on our guys, just conditioning and all that. We'll get the weights back. The conditioning was the big piece, and we emphasized that a bunch uh, during the season and uh, or during this during this time frame. And, and hoping when our guys get back here that they that they took that to heart. Well, talk a little bit about some of the, the new guys you got coming into your program. Some some of the recruits that you've already guys got signed. Okay, well, we had eleven. We had eleven guys come in mid-year uh, that we think is going to have a big chance to help us play. The uh, Jordan Strong, who's a defensive back from uh, transfer from a junior college in Mississippi, we think is going to make an Im immediate impact in our secondary. We feel good about him. Uh, Jeff Gunner, who was an All-Conference performer for us for two years or, uh, in 2018, transferred out uh, to NC State. He's now transferred back to us, and so is a defensive lineman who's going to be a big impact for us from that standpoint. Cam Brown, a wide receiver that's a grad transfer um, that uh, has been all-conference for three years. Uh, he was actually from Charleston Southern. He was uh, he played for me earlier in, in his career, but then I left, and he, he transferred here as a receiver. We think is going to be making an immediate impact for us there as well. Those are three guys that were junior college or transfers that I think will make an immediate impact. And then we got another uh, we got another defensive lineman named Travis Geiger who's coming in here from a uh, from uh, Dream U Independence that we think will make an impact for us up there as well. So those are four guys that I think you'll see make quite a bit of an impact. Now we've got some freshmen that I like uh, that came in this spring that got their feet wet, and I do think they're going to have a chance. Now how early that depends on they missed obviously that's that's who missed these things more than anything was those freshmen that were here. This is what hurt them, and so uh, you know they're still up in the air, but their talent is pretty good. And I'm excited about you know them and, and how they how they can make an impact. And we're probably going to have a receiver. I would say we'll have a receiver make an impact as a freshman. Uh, and I think you'll see us have a um, um, one guy. I did forget we have a running back, Shamari Jones, who's a junior college transfer that I think you'll see will have a great year for us as well. Now talking talking, we talked a lot about athletics. How what's your stance on you know academics uh, getting it in the classroom because you know you are a student athlete how important is that you know to you your staff and actually to the individual athlete? Well, you know obviously that's the most important thing. They're here. Our big thing, Ron, is use football. Don't allow football to use you. And so we want to use football to gain as much education, gain as much knowledge as we can, and, and provide and 
able to put ourselves in a position to make a to make an impact on our community, on our families, on the people around us. And you do that through education. And so, you know, we're like everybody. We're we're obviously want our guys to graduate, do the right thing. But I'm a big believer that uh, if you're motivated in the classroom then you're going to be motivated on the football field. I don't believe you can be motivated on the football field, not motivated in the classroom. It, it goes, it, they, they go hand in hand. You've got to be motivated in all areas. So we're, we're always emphasizing looking for guys that do it in both areas. Now doing it in both areas, sometimes that means everybody's a 4.0. As you know, somebody might try their very best and only can get a 2.8. That's okay. What we look for is somebody that values it and knows they need that education. That I want them to go to the NFL. I want them to change, be able to, to do things for their family that, um, they've only dreamed of, but I, what we try to share with them too is that education will never leave you. That football will eventually, that sport That's will right. eventually, but that edge won't. And the education will end up end up unlocking more doors over time than football ever will. And so that's the emphasis that we try to put on it because we want you to be part of our philosophy here is being a man and being a man is you're well rounded, and being well rounded is you can sit down and have a conversation about about what's going on in the NFL, but you can also sit and talk about. Uh, the stock market and have a little understanding of those things. And that's part of how we try to implement that in our program. Looking at your schedule from last season, you guys played some big hitters like Kansas. Who do you guys have big on, on your schedule this season? Ron, we got, we got two of them. We opened with South Carolina. Uh, so right up the road there for us, which is, you know, SEC team. And then Kansas, we play them again. They actually come to our place. And so we got two Ooh. power fives, you know, and so we were fortunate to be Kansas last year. I'm sure this year they're going to be ready for us. So, uh, but we got two power fives, and then we play Eastern Michigan, who was a bowl team, uh, is another one there. And then, obviously, as you know how well the conference is, it's a tough conference. And, and so uh, we've got a very challenging schedule, and it's one that, uh, you know, the thing I always try to share about the Sun Belt, it's similar to the SEC as far as each week you got to be ready to show up and play. It's not like there's just that many pushovers, you know. And so uh, every week there's a team that's very talented and, and – uh, you got to be ready to play each week. There's no times you can just not show up. If you do, you'll get embarrassed. And that happened to us a couple times last year. We didn't show up. We got embarrassed. And so um, I, I'm, I like our schedule. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know if I like all those power fives, but uh, but that's part of it right now. I mean, well, who knows? You guys may uh, get ready. And, and, you know, the pandemic is affecting everybody. Uh, it's going to be the survival of the fittest whenever you guys are able to get back out there on that field and actually play against, you know, other universities. Uh, definitely, uh, thank you for coming on today, Coach. Uh, you're welcome here anytime to come on. Anything you would like to say to any of the, the, the high schools coming up, about to get ready to graduate, uh, one more season of their high school career, anything you might want to say to them, things that they may need to do, any tips or anything? You know, I would share this is everybody, you know, everybody's looking for a scholarship, you know, and everybody's looking for that next thing. And I would say enjoy that moment. Think about think about right now where people might have been taking their season for granted and everything got taken away because of, of, of this virus. And so I would say enjoy the moment, be in the moment, be the best teammate you can be and be the influence that you want to be. At the end of the day, when you leave that high school, uh, yes, the state championships great or winnings and all that great. But at the end of the day, when you leave, what's the impact that you left on that place? Will that, will that freshman remember you as a good player or a great teammate? And I would share with you, be the best teammate you can possibly. That's the legacy that you want to leave. And if you do those things, the rest of it will take care of itself because at the end of the day, it's all about what you're doing for others. And, Coach, we got we to gotta get you down here in the Mobile region of Alabama down here recruiting. There's a lot of prospects down here, 2021s and 22s. 
uh, definitely got to get. Well, I'll tell there. you this. I'll tell you this, Ron. We we like some guys down there. We just got to get them up here to the beach. We got to get they, we got to get them to come up here. You know, they they got they got South Alabama and Troy and all them down there. They think that's all. They think that's uh, you know good enough. We can get them up here. So I'm gonna tell you what. If you get a caravan, bring them up here. I'll let you. Get, you know, you know South Carolina. Your son's up here. You know how nice it is. So. Yes, sir. And you know, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, my first. Uh, uh, term in the Marine Corps, I was taking there at Cherry Point in North Carolina, so I, I know all about okay. North Carolina. <laughs> but, uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, this, uh, this has been Coach Carolina Head Football Coach Jamie Chatwell. Thank you for coming on today, Coach. Hey, we appreciate you. Thank you.